0: Warning: The following podcast may contain language that some listeners may find offensive, or confusing, or intriguing. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the 3V3 podcast, your socially distanced hockey chat show. Here are your hosts, Cassie, Pat, and Patrick. Hey, Cassie. It was mm. your birthday. I'm in charge of the stars, and I'm here to say, (laughs) hey, Cassie, I missed your birthday, and I'm terribly sorry.
1: Eh, lots of people miss my birthday. You're just one of many. (laughs) But thank you.
0: I like to stand out from the crowd.
1: Ah, I see. But thank you.
0: (sighs) You are most certainly welcome. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come along, come along. Um, Today is not Christmas, as we normally record on Sunday, for those of you in the know. Um, However, it is happy team getting obliterated by more than 10 goals in the U-20 World Tournament Day, or Boxing Day, as some people call it. Invariably, the World Mm -hmm. Juniors start today and there is pool play and some poor team gets absolutely train wrecked by one of the big four, which starts the discourse for the next two weeks of what is it going to do to these kids' psyche, Uh, you know, these programs are a joke, they should be there... Um,
1: I, I have a question. I have a question. Uh, uh, yes, Kathy. Um, where did Canada finish in the World Cup of soccer this year?
0: Did they finish the World Cup of soccer? Um, Top thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and
1: and, and yeah and yet we most of these people who are sitting there saying that. Um, You know, these teams don't deserve to be playing in this tournament or, gosh, Canadians. And I bet you they never said anything like that about the Canadian national soccer team, did they?
0: Well, to be fair, did Canada get trounced like 12 to 1 in a 60-minute game?
1: No, but that's rare in soccer anyway. Right. So, but and and granted, I am not the first to make this observation. Somebody said this earlier today on Twitter, and I wish I could find the tweet and remember who it was. But it was a good point, and I felt I needed to reiterate it.
0: I am not discounting your point. I'm just saying, the the I I I guess I would say getting beaten four to nothing in soccer is kind of the equivalent of getting trounced ten to one or twelve to one in hockey.
1: Mm-hmm. Or football. Well, now you know it's also the whole how many teams are World Juniors, and you know the teams are getting trounced today, tomorrow, the next day. Um, you know how how far are they going to get into the tournament, kind of thing. Versus, you know, where was Canada in World Cup of soccer? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the, it's the, like, I get it. You know, I get it, it's it's hockey, so it's different. It's their national identity, which I think is a little sad because they have so many other things that they can be proud of within their country.
0: I know, but I mean, come on, maple syrup for crying out loud.
1: At least. And, but, but, so,
2: hockey's not even their national sport. Can we just admit that? It is
0: not the national sport in Canada.
1: It's what everybody plays, but it's not what everybody watches necessarily
0: it's not even what everybody plays anymore. No. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, it's the hypocrisy gets to me. Hypocrisy yeah. drives me freaking mad. And it's the hypocrisy that gets to me where you have, on the one hand, these talking heads are like, oh, Canada made a great showing in the World Cup and we'll get them next time. And then they see Sweden getting trounced by the U.S. 11 to nothing in in World Junior Championships. It's like, what the heck is Sweden doing here? We need to toss them out. And it's just the hypocrisy drives me mad.
2: So I I was tuning in to the closing minutes of... Sweden trouncing Austria and new color commentator, Mike Johnson for this tournament made a very good point. One of Austria's players is currently slated to be a top 10 NHL draft pick this June. And last year they had some very high NHL draft picks. And eventually this is going to hopefully parlay for them. And world championship plays, which improves rankings and hopefully brings in more money to Austria's, you know, hockey federation. There's a point to having teams getting trounced. It's just um, the people with their thumbs up their nose that started paying attention to this tournament. So the Spangler Cup, because they don't win that every year. Right. Um, somebody's got to start somewhere. Just like women's leagues, just like tier two international teams,
0: someone has to start somewhere. And, and you know, remind me again, how many World Junior Championships did Thomas Vanek play in for Austria?
2: All of them. At, was- at least three. I'm I'm going to guess.
0: Yeah. Were they even qualified to play in some of them? And
2: they as the of, of now, country? he is the two, three. So, yes, he did play in three. Correct. World juniors. And. Four, three, eight, eight. No, world championship. Never mind.
0: Right. He played world championship. Okay.
2: So he played in three. He is the highest drafted Austrian player in NHL history uh-huh. for
0: now. Right. And that's exactly it. It starts somewhere. Just like you said, Matt, it has to start somewhere. You can't start at zero. You can't start at a hundred. I mean, how many years ago was it? Germany getting Absolutely you know, pounded into schnitzel by all these teams. And now look at what we got. Who's who was in the Calder running last year again? Remind me.
2: Um, what what was his name? Oh, I'm drawing a blank because they weren't on a good team. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, who's won a heart and an art Ross and Richard again? Mm. Who's better than Matthews? Oh, I'm sorry, God, you know, I can't I can't <laughs> censor myself. I just can't.
1: I mean, well, you know, it's it's in order to be good at something you first have to be okay with sucking at it at first. Right.
0: You know, to Leon Dreisaddle is here because Marco Sturm flew. Marco Sturm is here because Uwe Krupp flew. You know, I mean,
1: <laughs> Uwe Krupp
0: and Olaf Kolzig, even though he was born in South Africa. Um, but at least he represented one country. Yeah. In his
2: entirety, he didn't do any Brett Hall shenanigans or.
0: Well, I won't. I wouldn't call it Brett. Brett Hall did shenanigans. No, it, was, it was it was a other, middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> it was it really was a middle finger. Yeah, it, it, because,
1: yeah. But I mean, other, was...
2: other players have done the the flip flop. Oh yeah,
1: cool. Peter Nedved.
0: Yeah. But you know, I, I, I there's not many things I'm gonna I'm gonna like just stand up and applaud no Brett Hall for, but the the middle finger was just beautiful. And for those of you that don't know the story, he was rejected from the Canadian U18 team and said, all right, well, guess what? I'm now going to spend my entire life making Canada miserable in every international tournament because I was born in the United States and have dual citizenship, so i want to go play for the U.S. Who want me? <laughs> and he, he did keep to his word. He pretty much did spend the rest of his career making canada's lives miserable in international tournaments and i will say to him i applaud you i stand for you mr brett hall now would you please do us all a favor and go kick your biological father in the testicles in the of times
1: (laughs) (sighs) at the very at the very least make sure there's somebody there to take microphones and cameras away from him social Uh, media
0: uh, uh, yeah um that's enough world journey talk for me i don't care you guys want to talk about it, we can talk about it otherwise i just like whatever i had a, i had a a variant of the skips scramble for breakfast this morning and i am just in like this weird breakfast food coma still and it's one in the afternoon so <laughs> if you don't know what a skip scramble is if you watched arrested development you damn well better know what a skip scramble is and if you haven't watched arrested development go watch it it's streaming it's free it's funny
1: So Ian Kennedy of the Hockey News um, tweeted about 40 minutes ago today on Monday, Boxing Day, for those who celebrate, I guess. Anyway, um, he wrote an article for the Hockey News on what it would look like if there was a women's world junior championship. rosters and everything because there isn't one you're going to say
0: what uh i'm going to walk away from the joke because it's not going to add the contribution the conversation at this point Um...
2: can i just make a prediction cassie Mm -hmm. just to save patrick from veering into the joke uh did he predict canada would win gold
1: yes yes he did but of course he's canadian and so that that's their default i think i think uh uh it would physically hurt a canadian to actually say canada wouldn't win gold in a tournament
2: okay and then usa wins silver and is it sweden or finland
1: It is Finland, but then fourth is Czechia, fifth is Sweden, sixth is Switzerland, seventh is Hungary, and eighth is Japan.
0: A sneaky women's hockey country, by the way. Japan. Japan. Very much so. Very much sneaky. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you know, like men's hockey, there, there's there are teams in places that people don't know about or hear about because they're not Tier One, Division One, international. They're
0: not the big four.
1: Yeah, tournament five, kind I of crowd. A- so, but you know, they still have their tournaments and they still do their thing, and and uh, so yeah. Anyways, just thought I'd share. So
2: the women do have a U18, Gee. and then they have the women's worlds. Correct.
1: Right. I but think no junior. I don't know if I would suggest.
2: I think I kind of want to see a, a, a not a U20, but a U23 to include some of the best of best college athletes that may or may not make other national teams. I just think that would be interesting i it's one thing i do see in soccer is the 23 seems to be that dividing age line uh between you know let's say the world cup programs and then say an olympic program where sometimes the olympics are a u23 roster
1: yeah that's because like college players they can red shirt so, you know, you have you have your redshirt freshman, and then you have your freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior, so that makes it five. That pushes you out to 23. So, and yes, you can redshirt in other sports outside of college football.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest with you. To this day, as a grown human being in the year 2022, I really don't even have a clue what the hell red shirting means.
1: It means you're on the team. You can practice, you get all the benefits of being on the team. You travel, you do all of that, but you don't play it in any games.
0: Oh, so you're and, Shane, Wright.
1: Right. And, okay. but your eligibility carries over. So you don't use up any of your eligibility as a red shirt. And there's also a medical red shirt, which if you're out for a year because of injury, um, then that doesn't count as a year of your college eligibility. So you're Shane Wright.
0: You're not burning a year on your ELC, even though you're with the team practicing with them, but you're not playing in any games. Right. Gotcha. Exactly. Yes. You, you, Cassie, I'm terribly sorry. I just I just walked you into that joke, and that really really <laughs> was, I was looking for a setup to basically get to the Shane Wright, my Shane Wright bitch fest again. Um, <clears throat>
1: we are not turning into a crack in a...
0: No, we are not. I'm not the best. No, I just—I saw—I saw an opening. I, and you know what they always say: you take the ice you're given. And I just, you know, I needed a setup pass, and I thank you for it. You're welcome. You delivered it beautifully.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, speaking of delivering it beautifully,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I was on an assignment last week, which is why we couldn't record. And my assignment was attending a AAA U19 women's hosted tournament for, and a friend of mine was up from California with her daughter and three other teams from California. And boy howdy, was that a blast? You know, sort of stripping hockey all the way back to just watching kids play and have fun. And what impressed me the most, and I don't know whether I'm jaded or cynical or what there was the any? answer is both. Yeah, probably <laughs> it's both. Um, the par- there wasn't the screaming and yelling and griping at the refs from the coaches or the parents or even at their own kids. And I and I don't know if this is because it was, you know, women's or what but it was just sort of partly
1: there's there's less of that in girls and women's sports because you know historically women don't play professionally so it's it's the pressure of trying to get your kid to play professionally that really causes that kind of crap
0: and i think the other side of it is is because the men's boys teams that were there like you know typical you play three 15 minute periods and then there's a 15 minute for the the ice resurfacing machine, the generic ice resurfacing machine and they start the next game right um, there was there was boys games in between some of the the women's games that I was watching and even they weren't you know going bonkers. And I think, and it's and it sort of hit me on the way home, Sunday. Um, I think that's because they're roughly that was also a, a U eighteen, and I kind of had to stop and go. Oh, these are kids that are just playing it for fun at this point.
2: Mm-hmm. Because but they're like, still they're, playing at a high enough level where they've kind of weeded out the um, the jerks and the over. Awesome. Yeah, they've just filtered out all those who seem to migrate. So AAA hockey is the highest level of amateur U18 hockey in the U.S. and in parts of Canada. Um, And at least in the men's or in the boys' games or the mixed teams, there's double A's, there's single A's, and that's where a bunch of those – Oh, what is a PG insult I could say to them hosers uh like to hang out and yell. And that's scream because at their kid.
1: That's because there's still a chance that they could make the pros. At, at, at night you know 18 years old yeah. if, you know and you're playing. you're not playing on a junior team like a major junior team you're not playing in college that at that point you know everyone the the parents have thrown in the towel and it's like, all right, this kid's not going to make it professionally and everybody can relax and enjoy it.
0: And that's what I was, that's kind of what I was getting at is, you know, it it sort of hit me that it was like, I'm watching kids that didn't get drafted right in the CHL by Mm -hmm. and large. Right. And the only thing that they're playing for is potentially college. You know, they didn't get, you know, they didn't get drafted to CHL and in some cases you know, they they probably aren't playing USHL, right, which is where a lot of the colleges go to, right? Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: So they're just, you know, they're just kind of out here playing for the love of the game. You know, maybe a couple of them, you know, might take that long circuitous route to get to, you know, ECHL or AHL or, you know, maybe even NHL. But... It wasn't, you know, it wasn't so stressful that I'm just like, okay, when, you know, I I literally went in there going, you know, watching one of the boys games going, okay, at what point do I step in and tell someone to sit the F down and shut up? It's just a game, you know, type thing, because I was prepared to do that and I didn't have to. And it was just weird to me, I guess. You know, I didn't see any of those uncomfortable moments. And it was like, oh, okay, that's right. Now I remember why I love the game. Mm-hmm. You know, and there were some dust-ups in the boys' games. You know, and I saw some very pretty passing play from both the, the, the women's and the, and the, and the boys. Um, you know, I wasn't expecting to see 100-mile-an-hour slap shots and, you know, all this high-end speed and all this kind of crap. But there were some players out there that had good wheels, good hustle. And like I said, there were some pretty passing plays, and there was a couple of sick goals and some great moves. And it was like, it's been so long since I've sort of stripped it down and just watched other people go have fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's the other other part of it, too, where, you know, sometimes some guys might have the ability and they're just not interested in playing pro. You know, Which, and then there yeah. are there are those who have the ability, but weren't scouted or, you know, looked over because for one reason or another and they just never got the opportunity to, to go there. So yeah, there's a, it really shows the holes in too, in NHL, like scouting um, when you see things like that, when you see guys who can, who can really play and, and have a really, you know, have the, the ability and the vision to like pull off some really nice moves on a consistent basis and they're playing you know they're not they're not anywhere where they should be or could be i guess rather than and, should
0: and you sort of see them right because they tend to stand out from the rest of the team yep right and that's mm-hmm. you know uh, I can sit there and say, you know, one of the games I did watch is the um, the Tacoma Rockets did not die; they just became a triple-A um, U19, <laughs> U19 boys team. They even kept the colors and the logo. By the way, Cassie,
1: I have the um, Kelowna throwback jersey. Sorry, I should finish that sentence. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Come they on. were
0: playing. They were playing the Seattle Junior club team which has been around since i was around so that tells you how old and they've never updated their logo um and i saw one kid out there that kind of you know every time he was on the ice there was something right and it wasn't and it wasn't all offensive there was you know there was a couple he chased you know chased down someone on a backjack and that kind of stuff and with the women's i actually saw more if that makes sense Mm
2: -hmm. no absolutely
0: There were, there were on my friend's team, her daughter, and I don't say this lightly, is one of those absolutely fantastic positionally sound players, right? Doesn't have the height, doesn't have the speed, you know, all of those kinds of things, but plays such a smart game that she's always there, right? Right place, right time type thing. Um, And a couple of other Women on her team were just like, oh God, that kid's got some wheels, you know. I was like, wow, she is leaving, you know. Holy crap, I wish I could skate that smooth. Um, and there was a couple on other teams too. I wasn't just focusing on one. I was really just sort of there having fun because I hadn't watched, you know, that level of hockey in ages. And I and and I think part of it is also because I don't want to have that creep, you know. It it kind of creeps me out. Oh, I'm just gonna go by myself and go watch, you know. A junior hockey tournament you know little u19 hockey tournament this weekend Mm -hmm. because then i'm just like well who are you a parent of no one why are you here are you filming my kid you know there's that weird sort of like are you a scout no i'm not a scout so you're just a creep then no i just want to watch hockey i'm terribly sorry
1: (laughs) see that's the other thing too like with women's hockey being where it's at right now um is it doesn't have a lot of money. It doesn't have, and because professional women's hockey doesn't have a lot of money, and neither do the college programs for that matter. We're not going to talk about University of Michigan right now. Um, And, uh, you know, they don't have the money to hire people to scout. And so you're going to find... The, they're going to stick to certain known areas where they know that there's talent instead of going to the West Coast and looking for people or the South or, you know, wherever. And so, so there's going to be a lot of women who have the ability who should be playing professionally but aren't going to ever in their lives because there's no one there to scout them. There's no, well, one, no way to get their name out there.
0: So in this particular case, Cassie, I agree with you 80%, and the only reason I say 80% is because three of the teams that were up there are are parented by the NHL teams.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. See, that's that's basically the only way that's going to happen.
0: And, and but even but those
2: relationships, your miles will. Oh vary. yeah, yeah. Your yeah. miles yeah. will vary. Yeah. Let me put that.
0: Oh a hundred percent. A hundred percent. It was the Sharks, the Ducks, and another sort of loose affiliate of the Ducks. And the Kings I know have um women's teams, but I don't think they have a, a nineteen triple A club. But yes, to Pat's point, your mileage will vary. They you know they're they're there in name and barely in spirit.
1: And barely with money.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and that's kind of like, oh, you know, we'll allow you to use our logo, you know type thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but for those particular cases even they have a hard time getting scouted because I was you know again being the being the stalker creep that i am apparently um just because I, I just want to go watch kids play hockey and have fun um
1: so you should just start chatting up like one of the phf teams and seeing if you can volunteer to be a scout
0: and that sort of I was, I was thinking more colleges because <laughs> that too. That was one of the conversations that that I, I sort of was listening in on and ended up being involved in. Um, was they were saying, you know, some of these girls are at that age, right, um, where they're having to fly all over the U.S. just to go get seen
1: on their right? own dime.
0: On exactly on their own dime to play. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to have to fly. The next tournament, you know, a lot of these teams have is in Boston. You know, and they're literally going there just to showcase for college scouts, right? Mm-hmm. And in some cases, you know, some of these girls, um, one of the parents was saying, you know, we're at the point now that we're just going to have to, we have to make sure that we get every game on video, you know, because we're just going to have to start submitting electri- what, what's called in the music business electronic press kits, right? We're just going to have to submit, you know, here's, here's your highlight reel, you know, here's, you know, all of her stats and all this kind of stuff to colleges because they're not going to, you know, they're not going to see them. And so, Cassie, to your, I, was, I was sort of sitting there joking, you know, well, maybe I should, you know, just start volunteering to be a college scout.
1: <laughs> hmm hmm I mean, you know, it gives you a perfectly legitimate reason to watch – you know, just, you know, and entertaining hockey. <laughs> exactly,
0: and that and that was it too. It was entertaining. You know, the, there were a couple of like one of the girls on my friend's team um, pulled a spinorama. She didn't score, but she you know she drove down into the the bottom of the faceoff circle and pulled a frickin' spinorama, and I was standing there um, at the end boards. Um, watching the game from ice level, and there were some of the some of the U nineteen boys, you know, were were watching the game because they were going on next, and they were all like, "Oh snap!" You know, <laughs> they were like, "Oh sweet!" and kind of pounding the that's right, pounding the glass, giving her mm-hmm. hoots and hollers. So, you know, it's just it was fun. Damn it. Huh.
2: So, l- let me walk this back. One. It sounds like there is some merit in glass banging.
0: You think?
1: <laughs> Only Two, on occasion.
0: <laughs> talent recognized talent. Game recognized game. That was for sure.
2: And three, oh, maybe we should start um, filling up some of these YouTube, Switch, or Twitch TikToks with women's hockey highlights too. Look, I've had I've had enough of Paul Volbarber. He's been great for a decade. Let's move on.
0: Because god damn it, one of the girls backhand cupped the puck and and flipped it to an official. She backhand Michiganed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs>
2: they see the videos too they practice all the tricks when they can too oh
0: yeah exactly yep and i guarantee you you know everybody when kendall Coyne, you know ran the fastest skater and oh god now i'm gonna now i'm I'm gonna get burned in hell for this one i can't remember her name who did the accuracy who would have finished up there too it wasn't brianna decker it wasn't Hillary Knight. Um, no. Oh, God. I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> I was real bad. Jenner? Was it?
0: Uh, hold, on, I, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I am a bad man ambassador. I am, I am unbelievably sorry. I will take my lashings. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I want to say when, it was Brianna Jenner. Was it? I didn't remember. It was Brianna Jenner. Or was it Decker? not brianna De- i meant brianna decker not, not decker. Kendall. oh god uh, okay uh-huh. i'm um i'm gonna dig up i'm gonna stop <laughs> talking and start digging up and apologize profusely for uh, having
1: a faulty memory no that's fine don't worry about it it's all good
0: I, but still
1: That's it sit there and Wait, you just blame yourself
0: renata
2: fast demoed the accuracy shooting that same All Star weekend in San Jose.
0: Who was the other uh oh, this is gonna wait, yeah. wait, wait. um anywho? The that you know, exposure type, you know, oh we do it for exposure. Well guess what? Um sometimes exposure is a thing. You know, not not perpetually, not in perpetuity, but Representation, not exposure. Let's stop, let's stop calling it exposure. Let's call it a little bit of representation. Is representational exposure? No, because now that just sounds like I'm flashing people. I, You know, I'm... Uh, okay, You're having okay.
1: a hard day today, aren't I you? I really <laughs> am.
0: I really should not have had my, my version of a skip scramble.
2: <laughs> no, all right. I, you just said your version,
0: so... Yes, I didn't put waffles in it.
2: Okay, but were there blueberries involved? Yes. Okay. Uh, The defense runs, Your Honor.
0: Blueberry, raspberry compote. Scrambled eggs, pancakes, diced ham, cubed potatoes. Yeah. Um, Somebody uh, somebody else talked before I continued to (laughs) Obliterate any respect.
2: There that. was a Dustin Penner joke to be made there, but I just couldn't I just couldn't find the through line. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll still never... Speaking of a player who couldn't do any of the things that some of these U-19 players oh. were doing. I'm bleeping
0: kidding.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh. Yeah, see when people don't understand is because women women's professional hockey doesn't get as much airtime as it could that a lot of these girls growing up the young women and in, in college and all of that are emulating NHL players that they see doing things and so uh-huh. and so that's what they get the most exposure to that's what they try to be like on the ice um you know they see guys doing you know fun things and they want to try that too and just like boys who play hockey they have way too much time on their hands when they're in, when they're on the skates so <laughs> so it's a thing i i mean it's it's kind of hilarious to me that people don't put two and two together with that a lot of the time it's like oh yeah these girls i don't know where they get this from it's like they're watching nhl games like they breathe air just like it, just like the boys do, you know? you know, they're just like soaking up as much as they can and trying to emulate, you know, the on-ice stuff as much as they can. Just like the boys do, it's the only difference is that if if you have to, or if a woman or a girl has to choose between two things that they love, then they have a hard, they have an easier time of cutting one of the things out than the boys do. So you know. That's that's basically it. it's like if a coach says you need to do this or you're off the team, a girl will be more likely to say, OK, I'm off the team. See ya." You know, yeah. a boy would just like struggle with that mightily and eventually just cave. So so that's really the only difference. But after that, it's just it's basically the same live and breathe hockey.
2: So about two weeks ago, Ryan Clark of ESPN did a cool story on Hillary night talking about how now a bunch of her national team teammates, they have photos together from when the younger generation were kids. And for women's hockey, we're probably only entering the second generation of players who have seen at least Olympic hockey, let alone the groundswell of Professional women's efforts, whether that be the PHF, the PHD, PH, PWA,
0: what have the, you, the, or the FWPA?
1: So women's women's hockey became uh, an Olympic sport in nineteen ninety eight. Ninety eight, right? Ninety six, and the women, the the U.S. women, won the first ever Olympic gold medal over Canada. It's like, I don't care that that Canada's got the rest of them. It's like, yeah, we got the first one. Too bad for you. (laughs) Anyway, go on. Sorry.
2: But she, she has all these photos of, like, one of her line mates now, Hannah Belka, who grew up in Texas. She's now playing with Hillary Knight on the same line with the national team program. And then... That's something that any, you know, kid of a certain age was able to do for men's hockey at a certain point. until, you know, aging curves and we had a generation of players who couldn't skate, but that's going away and aging curves are going to die. But now the women's players are doing it, too. And all you got to do is give something, show something to someone once and they're hooked for life.
0: Yeah, so I would like to um, attempt to remove both feet from my mouth. It was Regina Faust who did the accuracy shooting, Fox. and okay. it was Brianna Decker who did the premier passing, yes. who, beat, who also beat the boys in time. She demonstrated it in like a minute seven or something, and Dreisaitl completed it in a minute nine. But because hers was a demo and kind of the same thing, same thing with Kendall, um, KCS, you know, hers was hers, I think was third in, in total time. So she would have beaten out a couple of other people. Um, all this is a long winded way for me to say, I've had so much fun this weekend playing hut in EA sports 23. Really? Um, Yes, I have. Pat, let me explain to you what my first line is. (laughs) Please. I have an international um, version of Peter Forsberg, who is rated 90 as my center and captain, because it's Peter. On his left wing is an international Kendall coin, Schofield. (laughs) Uh, Okay. At At an 88. And on his right wing is an 89 natalie spooner Can i would you...
1: pay money to see that <laughs> in, in person i'd totally pay money to see that
0: <laughs> and i played one game and i about that's just my top line i've got women scattered through through the rest of the lineup as well um including defense um because they're they're dropped just as regular cards and their ratings are commiserate with what the men's ratings are for their skill levels so they're not, you know, they're not down, you know, they're not making them bronze level players, you know, just because they're women or anything of the sort. No, no. They're, they're sort of saying, okay, on, a, you know, on an equivalency level, here's where they're going to be. And I about died laughing because KCS is a freaking giggle to play because of her speed. I drove her into the corner one night against Jamie Oleksiak, of all people. And, and <laughs> she, you know, because it's physics, right? It's physics. She flattened him.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> fantastic. It.
0: And it was it was such a, you know, here's a little KCS. Jay, Jamie Oleksiak's like, what, 6'6 six, six or 6'7 six, or somewhere in there. And KCS is maybe 5'6. <laughs> I think and,
1: she's five five
0: yeah she's somewhere she's yeah she's like uh, five. Five, six on skates yeah and you know physics, a- physics is a hell of a thing you know
1: video game physics especially
0: well yeah you know but that was it, that was such a giggle i just because the natalie spooner card got dropped on me in in like one of my opening packs and i was like oh hell yeah game on And then my Forsberg got dropped on me in another one of my, um, another pack. And I was like, I now have my top line. And then KCS got dropped on me in a later pack. And I was like, I am in hog heaven. Thank you very much.
2: Now, we are talking about a game where Sarah Nurse is one of the cover athletes. Yes. Can we play with them
0: in threes? Yeah, uh, yes. Ones. Ones, I don't know. I haven't tried ones yet. Okay, I maybe I will finally
2: pick up next year's edition of the game.
0: But they do have Hut Rush. Okay. Which is a threes tournament game, and they have different, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of like um, NHL hits in some aspects. Sure. You can set it up to have a money puck um you know where it's plus 1 or plus 3 or minus 1 minus 2 Dear
2: no. Lord NHL All-Star game just do that.
0: Right. Uh-huh. The, I think we talked about this. That's what the NHL We have talked yeah. about this, but
2: they need um they need money. Nudges pucks. and reminders like a puck to the back of the head. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And one of them is a is a 3 on 3 women's right now. Um and then later on they generally have one you can you draft a team from your own cards which means you can play you know you can i will be i will be supplying my top line of forsberg spooner in kcs so cuz <clears throat> it's just such a damp giggle it is cuz she just I, she reminds me you know the way the way they've done everything is she just totally reminds me of um cliff Ronning.
2: <laughs> right.
0: So think of the mm-hmm. cliff running model, right? Everywhere at once, but nowhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, good luck hitting her, but she's always going to be there, type thing. And it just totally. Rem- <laughs> Pat knows what I'm getting at. It totally reminded me of cliff running.
2: But she didn't need to have a friend at EA Sports.
0: No. Just going <laughs> to put that one out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. For those of you not in the know, Cliff Ronning was legendary in a few versions of EA sports games for connective reasons. So um, let the record show on this date at 1.51 in the Pacific Standard Time Zone It is 0-0 Latvia and USA. Come
2: on, make Arters proud, people.
0: Um, Latvia, the team that's generally the one on the receiving end of a 14-1 Canadian drubbing (laughs) has just held the vaunted silver meddling picked by all canadian gold medaling. picked by all american american team to goose eggs after 20 minutes Uh oh
1: they could be a slow starting team they could still be like you know their food coma from yesterday
0: let's hope that they didn't have any um new brunswick scrambles new
2: brunswick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, what would they call it? They call it the Moncton Moncton mashup. Aren't they in Moncton? I think they're in Moncton. Pretty sure they're in Moncton.
2: Uh, Halifax and Moncton,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think the U.S. is playing the game in Moncton. Well,
1: Halifax is Nova Scotia, not New Brunswick. Just so we're all on the same page.
0: That's why I said the Moncton mash. Mm Mm-hmm. No, if you if you go to if you go to Nova Scotia, you got to get screeched in. So, kiss the cod. So no. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's pretty much all I had.
1: Yeah. So just so um, you guys know uh so the winter classic is oh an hour away at fenway an hour drive away that Thank is you. <laughs> from me um and uh the current weather report for that day <gasps> is 50 degrees with a chance of rain yes It's supposed to rain sunday the day before new year's day it's supposed to be like 55 degrees so uh so that this is about a week out and it could change obviously but um there is potential for rain out for the uh winter classic i don't know how likely yet because again we are a week out but but that is a potentially a thing. Teams will likely not be practicing on the Fenway ice on Sunday the 1st. <laughs> Since it's supposed to be uh, a quarter of an inch of rain on Sunday.
0: <laughs> uh, so it's a curling rink, you know, because they pebble the curling rink.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's supposed to be 55 in. Almost half an inch of rain on Saturday. So, leading up to that, that could be interesting. Now, Pat, my yes. friend, mm-hmm.
0: explain to me your jocularity over the weather report as provided by our lovely friend Cassie.
2: Oh, it's a Northeast city and they're struggling to hold a game. It, it, but God forbid we play games in other parts of the country that aren't the Northeast on the New Year's Day. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wendy, also stop scheduling this game for the day. All night, all night games. You solve so many of your issues.
0: Would this happen to have anything to do with the game not getting as much fanfare being played at a local footballing arena? near to you no
2: not not really only because i'm honestly very disinterested and not okay. sure i will attend said game
1: yeah i i people keep asking me if i want to go to to uh, the game at fenway and i'm like eh, no not particularly <laughs> i mean you know i did my did my one outdoor game in in a 49ers stadium
0: oh i forgot you were there at that one
1: which was warm um, yeah. And while fifty isn't bad to be sitting outdoors, um, it is when you're in a baseball or football stadium where the wind swirls around. So yeah, I was never, never really interested in going. So kind of glad that worked out that way.
2: So uh, Alex Ovechkin would have been the reason I would I would have attended the uh, stadium series game in Raleigh and well, he's up to eight Oh two now. Oh He'll yeah. That happened. For his career. Yeah, that happened. Um, it shouldn't have it. It. You know what? Honestly, Kuznets stuff. It's all your fault. <laughs> he, he, he didn't want to do it like that, but you had to give it back to him. Uh... And he had to score a pretty empty neck goal, mm-hmm. But, It's just, it's a league-run event, and I'm kind of disinterested by it. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like All-Star Games, you know?
2: So instead, uh, a few weeks before, I'm going up to play pond hockey in Minnesota.
0: There you go.
2: woo Will I make it back uh, as a popsicle?
0: Tune in. There you go. Is
1: there Will you make it back with all your toes and fingers? That's the question.
2: Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) Is there? Is there a tournament up there?
2: Yes, I am playing in the 18th annual U.S. Pond Hockey Championship, where the trophy—it is not a cup. It is not anything you can drink out of. Do you know what it is? Mm -mm.
0: A golden Uh. shovel.
1: <laughs> mm, mm, quite appropriate, yes.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. That
2: is epic. So uh myself and seven other uh players from North Carolina will be heading up to uh just outside of uh Minneapolis, or I guess it is in Minneapolis proper. Uh, the weekend of January nineteenth to so, uh, see how we can hold up.
1: So how would you swing that? I mean, was that just a apply and get in thing, or was that a did you have have to have certain credentials or certain no, things? You just or...
2: pay and uh, they'll let anybody in. Uh, and as long as we finish five hundred while we're uh, you know up there, we'll be happy.
0: Will there be? any parking lot shenanigans tailgating
1: if there isn't i'd be terribly disappointed (laughs) i need pictures or at least stories
2: there will be shenanigans of some sorts for example um we're gonna go to a college hockey game one of the nights and we're just gonna happen to be in the arena where a certain fan, uh, a certain favorite of ours, played uh, college hockey.
0: Joe Pavelski. No. <laughs> Thomas. Mapp. Shea Phillip- this has been the Three B Three podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Three v Three Podcast. We're available for NHL consulting at reasonable fees.